Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on We Are Cavan. Um, delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor of the Anglo Celt, as we look back over the All County Football League this weekend gone by. Paul, I suppose the interesting thing about the All County Football League this weekend gone by was that it gave us maybe slight indications of what might be coming against Monaghan. Um, or, or who's maybe still in contention because some county players played with their clubs um, or some lads that are part of the county panel you'd imagine that that was maybe the indicator to say okay well you know you need a game off you go back to your club and play this game now I could be reading 2-2 two and two making 8 yeah, what is two and two? Four, yeah. I think it's four, most of the time, anyway. Yeah, look, it's a bite-sized podcast today because we're under pressure for studio time, so I'm going to have to cut cut my uh, scour talk down a good bit. <laughs> it, I have to say, yeah, I agree with you. It, it lo- looks that way, and especially when there was only a certain amount of players allowed to play. So you caught, you saw a few games where there was county players playing. Looking through the reports, I saw a lot of games where they weren't playing, but it was many the, the key players. So mm-hmm. if you saw Killian Clark or Grove McKernan playing, you'd nearly be saying, "What's what's going on here?" Yeah. Um, I know Niall Clarkin played for Shercock, so that's one. You know, it's I wouldn't call them fringe players, but fellas who might be might be togging out or might be possibly coming on might necessarily start. A lot of those players are are um, played with their clubs, so maybe it gives us an idea of what the starting team might be. Yeah, gives you a bit of an idea. I suppose we'll, we'll take it off as we're going through the game. So we'll start off with Division 1. Um, and on Friday night, Lacken took on Crush Law. 2 9 to Lacken, 114 to Crush Law. I was at this game. Lacken actually could have won this game if they had a free take or maybe a bit more consistent. I think I'd make it they missed five frees, but the other five was the five lads who were on the county panel that played. So you had um, Patrick Riley. Um, Pierce Smith and Mark Stewart for Crushalaw and Niall McKiernan and Thomas Galligan for Lacken both both played so you had five county players or panellists anyway that were uh, that were on show Crushalaw done enough to get over the line Patrick Lynch very accurate on freeze although he did miss one or two as well so um, but it was a, it was a, another win for Crushalaw but Lacken showing signs of improvement yeah um but I mean, Lacken are struggling badly compared to in in recent years. Lacken have shown serious form in the in the All County League. Maybe people would say sometimes Lacken play their best football in the league and and don't play well enough in the championship. So they're going to need to pick up points, Lacken, because they're in trouble there at the minute. Yeah, as I say, it's a bite-sized podcast, so we'll keep on rolling. Cavan Gales beat Balinya one nineteen to thirteen points. Big story here: Shani Johnston one ten. Um, now. 110 for Shawnee Johnson. I think it was 1 6 from open player, 1 7 from one open six player. player like yeah. A phenomenal scoring by him. The, the story I wanted to tell was I heard two weeks ago or the week before, Cavan Gaze Juniors played Gauna. Um, and Shawnee was there to play, played the first half, scored 10 points on, on a, a poor, unfortunate corner back at junior level. In, See, the, first in, Shawnee, half. in the first half. And as, as the halftime whistle 
went, um, he shook hands with the corner back and, and the corner back says, well, are you going? He says, yeah, the plan was only to play a half. He says, can I have it in writing? <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I thought that was a great line. Absolute Whoever that cornerback is deserves huge credit. But yeah, Johnson, Johnson. There's a photograph of him on the back page of tomorrow's Celtic because I think it's the it's the big story coming out of the All County League from the weekend. Yeah. And the, uh, <clears throat> the question that leads on to is: Is he still part of Mickey Graham's plans? Um, he's obviously found form at the right time. Like he's he was a standout forward on show in the county this weekend. I know some of the county forwards weren't playing, but probably over the last two weekends, you could say his performance was the best one. Um, is he part yeah. of the panel? Is Mickey going to bring him in? Um, what does he have in mind for him, if anything? Um, have we seen the last of, of Shawnee Johnson in the Cavan jersey? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I have to say, I don't think so. And, I, and it's but like I have to say, I have to say, I'm not basing that on anything. That's just a gut feeling. I haven't got any information either way. Well, I'm I'm just basing on the fact that he scored one ten on Butsy Carroll, who Butsy's been playing very well. Like he's yeah. been on the team of the week for us two weeks in a row, maybe three weeks in total. Um, you know, everybody says he's playing exceptionally well. And then Johnny Johnson goes out and hits him for one six from open play. It's, you know, it, and and that's just showing maybe the level that he's operating at. I know that that he's been working on getting back to being an inside forward, Shawnee. That's the only information I'm privy to that he he wants to be the finisher. He wants to be the the, the maybe the the scorer at the end of a move. So if he brings that back to it, he's the best out and out finisher we've probably had for Calvin in the last. Maybe ten, fifteen years. Mm. So that's you know it, it is a huge I, story. Can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge story. So look, we'll we'll, we'll try and and find out as much as we can. But I, scoring one ten in in an all county football league game, I think is enough definitely to raise an eyebrow that the management will 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 be turning their heads to look at it. Maybe give him another game next week and see if he if he produces something similar again. But I'd say watch this space. Um, Gowna beat Kiligarry 3-10 to 12 points. Um, that was in Kiligarry. Kean Madden hit big score on this yeah, one Yeah, he hit, hit 1-6. Now, the goal was a penalty on five frees, but okay. still still came up with the scores when they were needed. Kiligarry actually started brilliantly in this game. They were 6-1 up on the full forward line. They had Ross Shorten, Oshin Brady and... Um, in the Gallon, I think. We're all lined out on paper in the full forward line. Anyway. They were doing really well. I think they... They got five of the four six points. Andy O'Brien got the other. And Garner came back into it with a goal. I think it was Aaron Brady got one. Aaron Riley came off the bench and got a goal. And then Madden got the penalty. They just got goals at the right time and kind of pulled away in the third quarter. Fifteen minutes to go, there was still only a point or two in it. But so signs of signs of uh, revival from Killigarry there. I'm just looking through their team sheet. Like they're missing Matty McKenna. Um, Here it's not good for him. I don't know if he's going to be back this season. Is that right? Just now a, a rumour I heard at the weekend. So um, Big, huge loss. If you would be with injuries. Darren Kennedy. Da- Darren Kennedy. Darren, Darren Gannon. Gannon is going off to America as well. Yeah, d- Brian Shannon wasn't playing. Like they, they are missing an awful lot of players. Connor Smith, I think, had a bit of a setback as well that he mightn't be back until late August, September. So, um, but still, Killigarry, as you say, signs of revival. Twelve scores to thirteen. Just goals got down over the line. Could Hill Celtic picking up a win over Kings Court, a four-point win here? Could Hill are, are definitely on the up. Yeah, your BFF got yeah. one three. Shane Sexton one three. Again. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he must have. Five goals, six goals. He must have. We'll have to tie it up. He's, yeah. he's doing very well. 
Um, good result for Coothill. And again, they've hit their stride. And as they generally do, when the, when the, the ground gets a bit harder and they get all the players back, they generally do start coming into form mm. this time of year. So um, I didn't see John McCutcheon's name on the team sheet. I presume he's to come back as well. I believe Barry Riley was out injured or out. It wasn't playing this weekend either. So Kenny scored with a, with a big injury list at the moment. Yeah, Dara Gunn took a lot of frees. I think he scored six frees. And Young Shekelin got three points as well. Right, again. Final result in the All-County Football League Division 1 was Ramry United with a, a comprehensive and, and comfortable victory over Mullerhorn, 4-18 to 6 points. Not a lot you can say about this. Um, Damien Barkey was back in at full-back. Good to see Damien back and playing very well too. So, um, And James Brady was the was the top scorer up front for, for Rammer, but they just uh, they, they ran right. Not much else. Yeah, look, I, I do think Rammer, in my opinion, are in it in around the third, fourth best team in the county have said it all along and I'm sticking with it yeah can't argue with it that means that the All County Football League table Division 1 Rammer on top with 6 uh, games played they have 10 points closely followed them by Gauna and Crushalaw who have 9 points um, Castleran have 8 points for their 5 games Cavan Gales have 8 points for their 6 games bottom end of the table it's lacking with 1 point Mullerhorn Killigarry and Lara all with two points so it's uh, it's very tight at both ends of the table Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years a family owned and family run business Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA if you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Kieran Callahan Electrical. Shine a light on your future. Check out www.callahanelectrical.ie or phone 049-43-3011. Moving on to the All-County Football League Division 2. Just going to run through the results here quickly. Um, it's Knockbride beating Lavi 114, the nine points. That's a big win for Knockbride. statement of intent. Junior against senior there. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's a that's a big, big win. So Knockbride continue their, their good form. Arva lost out to Cornerfin, a very low scoring game, nine points to one goal. Very poor five. game by all accounts. I think it was a last minute point from Liam Dignan that won it. That won it, right. Baileyborough beat Bill Torbett one sixteen to one twelve. High scoring for Baileyborough yeah. there. Reese Clark and Luke Gilson, I think, combined for one thirteen there. Wow. Great score. Phenomenal. Shercock beat Swanland Bar two thirteen to nine points. Um Niall Clerken obviously playing with, yeah, with Shercock. Niall got five points, uh, Ryan Clerken got five. Um Brian Sankey got the goal. I think it was a follow-up from a shot or maybe possibly from a penalty. But uh, Swad missed a lot of, lot of chances, I think. And sh- the Swad goalkeeper, Jerry Scotland, has to get special mention. By all accounts, he made three or four world-class saves. But again, Swad led in two goals. We're going to talk that up for the next podcast. Yeah, we will. We'll do it for the diehards one later on in the week. Um, Butler's Bridge and Crew Hollands drew 115-3-9. to 3-9. Um, 
Butler's Bridge leading by seven points with five minutes left. They were in complete control, I believe, until Fergal Flanagan picked up a black card and then uh, Coo came back into it. But the last kick of the game was a penalty, which Coo has got to, to equalise it. So, um, But Butler's Bridge, considering missing a huge amount of players, are, are still very competitive in that division too, doing very well. Absolutely. Then, and Killing or sorry, Killing Care, um, it finished with a three-point win for Killing Care, 14 points to one, sorry, to 11 um, Emmett Fitzsimons seven points I seven believe seven points for Emmett Fitzsimons yeah. yeah and Drumlane and Ballyhays drew uh, one nine apiece um, I believe Kevin Tierney played this game um, we talk about county men so maybe coming back from injury you can understand why he needs game time yeah yeah I didn't hear anything about that one now but good to see him back yeah so the Division 2 table looks like this so Knockbride are on top with um, eight points from their six games Corner Fane of eight points from their six games, and so do Baileyborough. Then you have from five games played, Ballyhays and Shercock both have eight points from their five games played. Um, and then down the bottom end of the table, it's Arva with no points, Swan and Bar with two points, and then you have Biltorbert and Drum Lane with four points. So um, very, very tight. Going to be a, a, a very interesting finish off to the All County Football League in Division 2 because lots of teams still competing for promotion and relegation. Um, All County Football League Division 3, Corla against Kildallan finished 5-16 to Kildallan 7 points to Corla big setback for Corla after two good performances mm-hmm. and a good win against Munch Connacht but again Kildallan write them off at your peril <laughs> yeah you don't know what's coming with them Templeport beat Mount Nugent 4-18 to 1-16 now that's a cracker of a game with scores yeah good result Drum Lane or sorry Drung uh, went down Sorry, Drew with uh, Red Hills, 210 to 113. So, um, the 3-2 Classico, yeah. No love lost there. No love loss is right, is right. And then Drummolee beat Muncher Connacht, 116 to 111. I believe Keane Bourne had a very good game here for Drummolee again. Uh, Ballamacue and Kilachandra, it finished with 113 to Ballamacue. Kilachandra, 12 points, and there was fireworks. By all accounts, there was sparks flying in this one now. I didn't hear much other than the, there was a bit of a royal rumble after it. And the, another interesting result in that division, you're going to get onto it, Mahara against Rangoon. Mahara were much more competitive. And by all accounts, Mahara played a black death defence. As we talked about in the podcast last week, that it might be a bad idea for them who have been leaking scores. And yeah. they were much more competitive with Rangoon. With 17 points to 1-6. That is yeah, like a whole lot closer. For, for Michael Muldoon, who seems to be their best player. Very good, very good. Well, look, at they're trying to solve problems there and, and it looks like they've made a good attempt at it because that's, a, that's uh, what a, an eight-point defeat there. It, it's a lot more competitive than they've been used to. So, well done to Mahara. So, that leaves the All-County Football League Division 3 table like this. Ballamacue out in front, six games played they've got 12 points you have Kilachandra and Drumgoon then 6 games played with 10 points and then down at the bottom end of the table it's Mahara with 6 games played no points Kilshamrocks with 2 points from their 6 games and a congested middle 8 after that so um, it's uh, it, it's heating up we're halfway through the All-County Football League it's definitely starting to sort out the men from the boys but people know what they're fighting for at this stage of the season they're either in promotion relegation or in a, in a safe middle area so it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see anyway, it's getting to the time of year we like them and we can park the, the club scene soon enough we'll be parking the club scene for a week or two anyway and we can really focus on Calvin so looking yeah. forward to really getting our teeth into that in the next show well that's it that's it the Die Hards podcast later on in the week of course as always we want to um, have 
have your nomination sent in for the team of the week so let us know on Instagram on Twitter or on Facebook who you think deserves a spot on the team of the week from the weekend gone by we'll also be previewing Cavan against Derry in the Ulster Minor Championship that's this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock I think it's up in Owen Beg um, and we'll be we'll be looking ahead to to that game um, on the podcast as well we're hoping to get in Michael Hannon at some stage in the next couple of days and, and maybe one more person to start our preview and our build up to Cavan against Monaghan but uh, thanks very much for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast sorry it's a short one folks this weekend we got uh, stuck in with, with limited studio time so we have to uh, we have to keep it short but don't forget to check out the Die Hards podcast later in the week yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinizer, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Kevin doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah!